Welcome, everybody. This is Paul Spatola from Rochester, New York, and this is the Tent and Event Rental Industry Podcast. I want to thank you so much for giving our seventh podcast a listen. And today I want to discuss something of a part two uh, of the previous, the employees, labor, and culture. But I want to use this podcast as an opportunity to also discuss uh, development, and in this case, career development for your team. Now, I want to talk about this in the sense that you may be beyond one or two employees. So if you are at the point right now where you are, it's you and a family member or you and a couple, a couple family members and friends, this is going to be a little bit more about the future. Uh, it's also targeting those individuals that might be in that space where they're, we'll say five or more employees, maybe five to 10 employees uh, with a three to five year game plan underway, uh, looking for aggressive growth, looking to really consider how you're going to take this from maybe well, we'll say five tenths or ten tenths to something that's maybe a little bit beyond that. Maybe we're starting to push into the twenty employee space, uh, twenty five employee space. So so keep that in mind as I go through this. Again, I want to thank you so much for listening. This is really going to be kind of a part two to the previous podcast. So uh, so so many individuals in the workforce, and this is literally across the board, any industry, they are crying for an opportunity to take their career to the next level. Are you considering that with your team? If you're not, today is the day to start that thought process and start that discussion. And I'm calling you out to action. I want you to take action. I want you to talk to your team members as a group or individually about what they want from their time spent helping you build and maintain your business. Take notes. Be open. Ask them for their honesty in the operations process, the sales process, their individual functionality, and how the team is working. Many owners have a performance demerit chart, a set of rules in place to punish their team for the negative actions to the business or their team members or to you. Uh, It's like a written document to help hold your team accountable for their faults. Maybe you're one of them. A better question or a better thought is, do you have a performance management process? Have you considered what you're doing as the owner to help push your team forward with both company and their personal goals in mind? If you don't, today's the day to start mapping that performance management out. What are you doing to help your team develop? Are you affording them a positive career opportunity with the same exponential growth that you envision for the business that you've started yourself? On the previous podcast, one of the aspects of your employment was the idea of taking your employees from a hospitality management program from a local college. This was the idea that you could use them as interns or help them with coursework, uh, giving them real world experience and potentially, you know, having individuals at a, a pretty low rate or, or, or no rate at all, that's going to be mutually beneficial to them and you. Uh, what I want to talk about is flipping the script on that idea. If you have an individual in your office who's starting to ask questions and starting to seek your assistance in their development, send them to school. Although in this specific example, I am referring to college, I want you to consider that learning does not need to be applied only to a university or a classroom or a community college. Also, I'm not saying that every person in your office is suited to get your financial assistance or the company's financial assistance in an associate's degree or a bachelor's degree or a certificate in hospitality management. However, maybe this is exactly what you as the owner need from one of your team members. Take a Sunday night to review the coursework at a local college, whether that's community or full-time, and see if there's a hospitality management track, a business management track, an executive management course or coursework or degree, leadership training or development, or uh, some kind of coursework that can help aid them in their job that's close by. Maybe it's time to push the idea that you could use that kind of knowledge in your office space. 
If you have any foresight to find and develop your team, specifically your office, you're only empowering your employees to grow and help make your business a greater success. I want you to take this idea and I want you to expand it. Have you ever heard of ARA or MATRA, IFIA or The Tent Show? Do you have any, any in with your manufacturer? It could be any of your manufacturers, any one of them. Do you have an in there? Can you afford to send your crews, your team leads, yourself, or any influencer or decision maker in your employment to one of these shows or conferences? Each one of these shows has their own set of seminars and hands-on training and, of course, networking. I implore, you, I implore you to look into these organizations and find a way to get yourself, your crew leaders, or any influencers or decision makers in your, in your organization to these events. It is supremely important that you expose your team members to the world of the rental industry. I promise they'll return to work invigorated, they'll be excited, and they'll be motivated to come back and bring their ideas to the table. Talk to your tent sales rep. See if they have any on-site seminars at their manufacturing facility or anything that's going to be close by. If they do, I'm telling you, send your team. I don't care how much it costs. And personally, I see this as an investment in your team. I don't look at it like it's an expense. Think of a time when you were working for another individual. Any business, any corporation, anything. If you ever express interest in learning and wanting to make your impact at that job or that career greater... There's a chance that you've started this business because you thought the ceiling was set too low there. That bar was too low somewhere else. So you said, you know what? I'm going to do this myself. As such, you wanted to go out and you want to blow the roof off that ceiling, right? That's a, probably for some of you why you're starting this. Money, of course, is a motivator, but there was something in a career or a job that you had that you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. This person isn't listening. They're not helping me. They're not developing me. Why is it any different with anybody that you employ? Have you ever considered that maybe your inside sales team isn't really an inside sales team that's functioning at 100%? Think about that really long and hard because speed is always king in sales no matter what, but so is the ability to delegate, to think quickly on your feet, using resources at your disposal, and developing strong partnerships. Those are not always things that can just be immediately learned. They're not inherent traits. You can help individuals to, to, to get to those places by sending those people your inside sales rep, your customer service reps to a business networking group, BNI groups, okay? Have you ever encouraged them to join any of the online Facebook forums that are surrounding this industry? Couple quick examples, event rental classifieds, party rental town hall that literally just got started, the tent show network, professional tent and event rental groups. Ask them to join those groups. That way they can see what their counterparts in the industry are discussing, they can see how others are solving the same problems that you face on a daily basis. What about looking at sales-related seminars in and around your area for you and your team to go to for, we'll say, one day or a half day or maybe a couple-day conference? What about this? As crazy as this sounds, have you ever considered researching really good sales-related books? Literally require your team to read those books, give them two weeks, bring it back, and on one of the days that's a down day, like a Tuesday or a Wednesday... All of you guys get together and talk about that for 30 minutes. Make it super simple. You can be the leader of this, this group or you can delegate that task to one of the people that's in your office. So that way it requires everyone to get their face in a book over two weeks or three weeks. You can come back and you can discuss that one book. This might sound a little crazy. I get it. But if you're not a natural salesperson and your inside team isn't, aren't natural salespeople, you're going to have to help them develop those skills. And really, you're going to have to develop those skills too, because you're, you're not going to grow your business 
by just letting things go as they are. You have to take control of that. Um, take that a step further. Is there somebody on your team that is pretty good at this? Because maybe you need to encourage that person to take their career to the next level and push them outside sales. You, you never know. And the reason I say that is you can only go so far growing organically. And I mean that with the help of social media. I mean that with word of mouth. You're just only going to get to a certain spot without somebody out on the road going out there and getting that business. And I mean not reacting to emails, not reacting to Yelp and Instagram and Facebook. I mean you need to get somebody out on the road and maybe you have somebody in your office right now that isn't you that is going to be that best asset. Let's take another approach from the office. How about this? As your business grows, so will your payroll and eventually your human resource department. If you're delegating payroll to somebody in your office, ask them to contact the payroll company and see if there's a local conference or maybe a national conference where they can go get additional training on the payroll and human resource product or functionality, excuse me, functionality itself. Not only does this open up a completely different opportunity for that employee or employees, it also shows that you as the owner are willing to help them develop. On the other side of that, it also adds or pads your ability to grow because as we continue talking about the HR side, if you decide to grow, it's going to be a massive component. You know, what if that employee has an interest in the human resources field? Do you know how drastically that field is changing? I can talk about this because this is what I do full time. If you consider an aggressive growth strategy, your business may need to employ a person who can spend all of their time entirely on the human resource needs of your business. This ties into, on the previous podcast, the performance management we talked about. It talks about onboarding with a new hire. Maybe you don't have a company handbook and you really need to spend time putting something together. If, if the payroll company you're working with doesn't have a, a resource for that, you might need to delegate that task to somebody. If they have no idea how to write a handbook, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to go to the internet and they're just going to take something else. But if you d help them develop and you send them to these conferences and you start to help them with the growth of that, you're going to be able to have that a solid company handbook. You can delegate all the crazy questions about unemployment insurance, workers' compensation, state and federal, federal regulations, and you can tie that into the industry. HR is not just payroll processing anymore. And if you envision having 25 or more employees, whether that's next year, 10 years from now, five years from now, two years from now, that HR person will become a vital asset in your business. Think about tomorrow because the most successful business leaders are not solving problems of yesterday and today. They're mitigating and solving problems and the concerns of tomorrow. Keep on the HR side. What about new hire training? If you have a vision to take your business to the next level, think of the training you offer or offered to your friends and family when it was just you and your spouse and you were like, hey, this is how you set up a tent. What did you do that made that successful when you were figuring that out? Was it successful? Is it still successful? Are you skimming by and all these little problems are just kind of getting out there because you have enough leeway or time? Did you have to sit and watch every single move because you didn't, you didn't take the time before the job site to explain how and why we do what we do on the tent ground? There are a ton of resources online available, but that's not always the best resource or approach. You personally are most likely the best resource. Maybe you have four employees and you have one that's like the lead of a three-person crew or a four-person crew. Maybe they're the best asset. Take them aside. Go out to lunch. Go out to dinner. Buy a drink or go get coffee. Ask yourself and them where you can improve. I ask this question and I offer this idea because so many individuals make lasting impressions 
right after the hire process, much of which includes training, especially for a hands-on kind of job. This may sound funny, but not everyone knows how to swing a sledgehammer. If you hire somebody who's never swung a sledgehammer, never started a chainsaw or any kind of small motor you know, tool, you have to have that lead or somebody assigned to go out and take that individual literally outside, get them in a good stance, show them how to swing a sledgehammer so they don't miss and you know, jack up their foot or their leg or something else. The reason I bring this up is when I was working for my father, when I was in college, I was at that point a, kind of a team lead. And one of my buddies from college who lived in the same area, Rochester, New York, he said, hey, you know what, I, I, I'd love to come and, uh, and work. So, of course, we, you know, we put him through the paces, we had him go through the hire process, and it was the second day, and we're out there, it was a 30 by 45 pole tent, and it's me and him and one other person, we're setting up this pole tent, and doesn't my now best friend go out there and swing, totally miss the stake, and smack his shin, now, he goes right down to the ground. He's screaming in agony because it was a full swing. He thinks he knows what he's doing. He told everyone, hey, I got this, no problem. Well, guess what? He ended up being out of work for several days because that was a, it was a pretty bad miss. And he, he ended up getting himself right above the ankle. You know, he was not able to walk for a couple days. You know, thank God it was nothing worse. But you don't want to have that same problem. And I'm telling you right now, take somebody, your team lead, your best asset, the best teacher that you have that could be you. Take that new hire outside and show them how to swing a sledgehammer. Take that new hire aside and say, hey, this is how we set up a 20 by 20 pole tent. This is how we set up a 30 by 45 pole tent, okay? A culture of training is a culture of success, okay? A culture of empowerment and inclusion will beat any other culture every single time. If you show your team that they're number one and that they're your first priority, open door policy, encouraging all of their development, finding out what their goals are and helping them get there, you will build an empire. I promise you. All of this entire conversation is critical for those individuals who are looking to take this from five employees to 10, from 10 to 15, from 15 to 20, from 20 beyond, okay? If you have a person who's coming in here and saying, I want to do this, I want to spend my time here away from my family amongst the thousands of other kinds of jobs and careers that they could choose and you say, I want to help you do this, they'll listen to you. They'll respect you. And respect is something that is not granted, it's earned. And especially with the current workforce, you know, the, the millennials, now we're going on to the Gen Z, you know, they're expecting completely different things than the folks that are just above that. They want to know why they're doing what they're doing. I'm not saying you have to say, because we're trying to get to $500,000 in sales, because we're trying to get to 25% profit, I don't mean it like that. I mean, they're going to want to know, why do we have to set the tent up this way? Why is that one knot important? Do you have anything to talk about knots? Is there a website that you've provided to your team in their new hire book that you haven't created yet that says, this is what you're expected of, this is how you're supposed to come to work? Because they need that. Maybe your father or your, maybe you're a part of the generation that didn't need that. You just expected to go to work, put your head down and do it. That's not how it is anymore. And if you can't be agile and if you can't think about what their goals are, if you can't find out why they do what they do, then it doesn't matter what you do because they're going to be out there. They're going to be wasting time. They're not going to be putting their effort forth. They're not going to be trying to grow. They're not going to be considering that you're the owner and you're on the line. So you got to tell them, hey, we do set up a 20 by 20 pole tent with this knot for this reason. It's because if the wind comes, 
and it tries to blow the tent over, this knot is going to be the knot that keeps this tent from falling over. And it's really important that you talk to them about driving the stake all the way down so that if that wind comes through and that knot is tied, tied correctly and it's not 75 miles an hour, they'll be able to keep that tent up and you won't lose one of your assets that you just spent $2,000 on, if not more. So all of these pieces, they build on each other and they're very important. It starts in the office. Do you have a strong inside-outside sales team? Do you have an outside sales rep? Are you going to get to a point where you have that? Do you have an HR department? Are you considering an HR department? Are you giving all of your office team all of the resources and tools that they need to grow themselves, help you grow the business, and, and find success here? Your office, that's one piece. Your warehouse. Organization, fine. But we're talking about on the road. Have you ever talked about why you load a truck the way you load a truck? Do you know how to load the truck the right way? you got to think about that. And when that person comes in, you got to make sure that you explain, this is how we load the truck. This is why we load the truck this way. It's important that you pay attention to details because Miss Sally Sue is getting married. And guess what? She expects that her tent is going to come back clean. She expects that that tent is going to be set up correctly. And now you don't have to worry about any safety procedures or cautions. You know that everybody's going to go pull the appropriate tent, <clears throat> the appropriate parts, because they know which tent that goes to and why it goes there. So super, super important. And lastly, please, if you are not involved with ARA or MATRA or any of those organizations, I implore you, get involved today. There are membership fees. I understand that we don't want to spend any money. But if you want to take this thing to the next level, you want to see this, this business grow and explode, you're going to get there with resources and you're gonna get there with your most important asset and that's your employees. Think about the culture that you're creating. Think about the kind of opportunities you're giving your team to grow and empower themselves to become assets, okay? This one is, <laughs> now we're starting to wrap it up. We're about that 20 minute marker. I'm sorry, I kinda of went on a rant with this, but I, I think it's the most important thing that you can consider as you get beyond that, hey, it's me and my brother and my sister and my mother it's, it's going to become something much greater. And if you don't take that control, if you don't empower those employees to go back to college and pay for that college, if you don't give that opportunity for the, those individuals to go take those courses, go to those conferences, network, join those groups on Facebook, you know, read those industry magazines, intent magazines, if you don't subscribe to that, I think you should. If you're not doing those kind of things, as the owner, and you're not expecting those or, or encouraging those kind of things from your employees, you're going to find points of failure. So I want to thank you again. This is our seventh podcast. Uh, again, it was kind of a, kind of a part two of the, um, of the employees, the culture and the development. Uh, if you have any questions, you know, I, I, I realize I haven't been giving my email out. It is P spats, P S P A T S four, four at gmail.com. It's P-S-P-A-T-S-4-4 at gmail.com. Uh, I'm so sorry. I realize I haven't been giving out my email address to anybody. Please reach out. I would love to chat. We could take, you know, text at any point. We can, we can start the phone conversation, the email conversation. Uh, you might start to see me a little bit more active in some of the Facebook groups that I mentioned before, the Tent Show Network, the Event Rental Classifieds, Professional Tent and Event Rental. Uh, and then there's, there's a new one, the, um, uh, gosh, I just, I just had this. I'm so sorry. 
the the party rental town hall. Uh, these are great resources because there are owner operators, there are outside sales reps, there are those uh, operations managers, there are those inside sales teams that are on these different Facebook groups and they're talking and they're talking about the problems that they're facing. They're talking about the solutions that they have. And it's a huge network of individuals that are really just trying to go out there and do a better job. So again, this is Paul Spatola from Rochester, New York. This is the Tent and Event Rental Industry Podcast. If you have any questions, of course, please email me at p spats p-s-p-a-t-s 44 at gmail.com and thank you so much for listening